Are you ready to encounter God at a new level? Hi, I am your host, Lois Fuelling, and I welcome you to A New Level Awaits You podcast. I will provide steps to guide you into your divine assignment and reach greater levels of greatness in the Lord. Come expecting to soar above every obstacle, to reach new levels of anointing and authority, experience spiritual encounters, and walk in greater freedom. There is a verse in the Bible that caught me off guard, and it's caught me off guard before many times, but I really examined this verse again, and it also brought a lot of confusion, and I think it brings a lot of confusion for many of us. This verse is in Matthew 25, and it's right in, it's contained in that parable of the ten virgins. And this scripture follows chapter 24, if you're familiar with chapter 24, which really talks to us a lot about um, the end times, what we're going to go through, what's going to happen in the future, and so forth. And so Jesus talks about uh, many things in chapter 24, but he he tells us too about, you know, watch out for false prophets, uh, deception, there's going to be major deceptions, Um, Many are going to come in his name, false Christ, right, saying that that, uh, they are him. And he tells us to be watchful, to be really prepared because we are living in a time of great deception. And it's becoming more and more difficult to distinguish, you know, what's the real from the unreal? You know, what is the truth? There seems to be uh, such a mix there. And remember this verse, the verse that I want to mention to you that really takes me off guard is this verse that says, I tell you the truth, I don't know you. Now these are the virgins waiting, waiting for Christ to come back, the bridegroom to come back. And yet he looks at these five foolish ones and he said, I don't even know you. Who are you? You see the deception that I'm concerned about out there. I think if you were like me, this is this is probably quickening your spirit as well. You know, there's 10 of them, 10 virgins. He says there's five that were foolish. There were five that were wise. The foolish ones did not bring enough oil with them. Um, the other five, the wise ones, they brought enough oil. They brought their lamps Plus, they brought more oil with them. Well, if as I start to look at all of this, I think, what does this really mean anyway? And then what was interesting about this scripture as well is that every one of them, every one of those 10 virgins fell asleep. They got drowsy. They fell asleep. You know, it didn't, the bridegroom didn't come when they expected him to return. And I believe that we're in this same place today. Some of us are getting tired of waiting. And some of us may be foolish. Some of us may be wise. Now, what does that mean? Well, as I pondered over this and as I and I really you know looked at this scripture plus other scripture, I wondered about 
you know, what did he mean by that? I don't even know you. Yet they were waiting for his return. They had some oil. They had, they had some oil, but their oil ran out. And I, I just sensed that there were some very important questions that we needed to look at in this season right now. You know, we need to not just look at these questions, examine these questions, but I think for each one of us, we need to seriously and honestly answer these questions so that we don't cross over onto the foolish side. We want all everybody to go in, go into the feast with the bridegroom, which is Jesus Christ. We are in the waiting time, I believe, And, you know, we need our lamps lit. Well, as I then thought about the church and the bride of Christ, well, you know, there's they light their lamps in many different ways, in many different beliefs. And they teach various ways of being prepared. So I was just conscious of this the other day when I was talking to a pastor And he said to me, he said, I don't know about you, but in our denomination, I believe this. And you know what? I didn't agree with him. I didn't agree with his belief system. This kind of quickened me to think about some things. I'm not saying he's foolish because I think he's a very smart man and I think he knows the Lord and that he will, he will be one of those that will go in. That's not what I'm talking about. That belief that he had wasn't definitive in, in some of that. But yet, some of our beliefs become very definitive in whether we go in or not. And I believe this is what that scripture, what the Lord was warning us about. Because he was telling us, be watchful. Be very careful. Well, what do we watch for? Just for him to come back? Or do we also need to be really watchful about where we are with him? Because I think the oil represents several different things. The question is, how prepared are we? And what is these verses really telling us? What are they telling us? Well, for me, it brought a lot of caution around. And For me, it was like, how much of a mix do I have? What's the mix that I have in the sound doctrine? Do do I have a mix there? The world, you know, kind of comes in. The world kind of puts things in. They're forcing us as a body of Christ to take on some false things. They're forcing us to believe and walking different in different ways than we should be. You know, I thought about, you know, the pressure that's coming on us, about, you know, that we have to, you know, line up with their truth. Their, I'll call it right out, their wokeness. But is it absolute truth or is it a mix? Are they going to be the some of the foolish ones or will they be some that will go in? We need to, I believe, in this time period, this season, be very, very careful about that. I also wondered, as I was thinking about all of this, 
Have we given ourselves uh, any allowance for a familiar spirit to come in, that to take us down the wrong path? See, the foolish ones thought they had enough, and they didn't. The wise ones did extra. They kind of brought along more oil. Well, the oil, what that represents or what it refers to is the fuel to keep our light burning. What's that fuel? It refers to the Lord Jesus Christ. It it refers to how close are we, how intimate are we with him. What's our belief system in all of that? What's that fuel that we need, that oil that we need? We also know that oil represents healing. It represents joy. But mostly it's a, it's a total dependence on the Lord Jesus Christ who brings us that light, that light of Jesus that gives us strength, joy, healing, the anointing, his glory, his presence, but also a confidence to stand with Jesus strong. It refers to intimacy, and it also refers to truth. So I asked myself some questions, and I'm going to put those questions out for you too. What do you depend upon? Are you dependent upon God's truth, Jesus, or are you dependent on man's truth, or maybe even on your own self? You know, that's just the way you believe and that's the way you want to believe, but it may not line up with the Word of God. Do you have a mix there of some sort? Have you asked God about it? You know, I started to really ask the Lord about this. Do I have enough oil? Do I have extra oil, Lord? Am I taking along that extra oil so that I can remain strong? Remember I told you that deception is very, very strong right now. Deception is very strong. And this deception will make us believe that we're okay, but we may not be. This familiar spirit is actually a demonic entity. It's a demonic entity that surveys, it studies people, it looks at their territories and the bloodlines of the families. And the goal, the whole goal of their assignment is to gather spiritual intelligence so that they can open up doors to get in. And of course, they want to destroy us or cause death. They want to do this. Now, I also came to another story in the scripture, and this one is in Acts 16, 16, with the story of Paul and Silas, and they were preaching the word of God. And a slave girl who could predict the future followed them, followed them for days, actually, and shouted that they were the servants of the Most High God. And they're going to tell you, Paul and Silas are going to tell you the way to be saved. Now, you'd think that was a good idea, wouldn't you? But after many days, Paul got really troubled by this and he turned around and he cast that demonic spirit right out of her. And we know what happened after that. You know, they ended up, I mean, in jail. But the truth became exposed because what had happened is that that whole territory believed 
that what this slave girl was saying was truth. But it wasn't. She had a mix. She had a mix of God. She knew who the true God was. Just like many mediums and and uh, psychics and all the, they have a mix today. There's even Christian, uh, they say they are, Christian mediums. Because they have a mix, but their source is demonic. And we have to be really careful about this. What are we tapping into now? What? How prepared are we? You know, she had some truths. She had some truths underneath all of this. But there were wrong motives behind it. And we know with this particular case, it was money. I think that when we think about these, you know, familiar spirits and so forth, well, what are they doing? What are, why do we have a rise in all of these different deceptions that are out there that are trying to take us down the wrong path? But you know, it's not just outside of the church. It's in the church as well. Yeah, there's Christian witchcraft in the church. There are many, many things that are happening within the church. So we have to be really, really wise. What happens here is that these particular spirits, they enter and gain power inside of us, into our lives, and they distinguish themselves as having something common or familiar. While they were Operating, many, many people don't even know that they're operating in this mix. Familiar spirits attach themselves to you through something or someone you are extremely familiar and comfortable with. But all the while, the agenda that they have is unknown to you. You know, we have to be careful about this. Most of the time, How this familiar spirit forms a relationship with us is through ignorance. And that's why it's critical. It's very critical in this season that we know who we're inviting into our home or what we're inviting into our heart, what our beliefs are. We don't want to be foolish, do we? Leviticus 10, 10 through 11 says, You must distinguish between the holy and the common between the unclean and the clean. But the word common actually means unholy or profane. You know, there's a very thin line right now with this deception that we're seeing in the world. And the purpose of it is is to deceive us into believing that what's common, what's natural, what's worldly, is more holy than what the Word of God tells us. Now, the Word of God says this, but, and then they will fill in the blank. You know, we need to become wise in all of our ways. Our discernment must increase so that when a major check comes forth, and that major check needs to stay intact, because if it doesn't, then we're going to become foolish. We're not going to be the wise ones. We need to have those checks so we know, oh, wow, this is not holy. This is something that's common, 
but it's profane. It's unholy. You know, this is why the Lord kept this word on my heart for a while now. So I had to do business with myself because I want to make sure that I'm not going to cross over in that thin line into the foolish ones. For me, bringing more oil is staying so close to the Lord. Well, through his word, through his presence. It means listening and and to see through whatever that demonic spirit is. Whatever that is so that we know we're quickened very, very quickly about what is unholy. But if we relax in all this and stay complacent in all of this and just believe whatever comes across our path, we're going to become one of the foolish ones. We cannot continue walking down this path where where we're deceived. Otherwise, we may be one of those that he's going to say, I don't know you. And that frightens me, to be honest with you. Now, some of you are going to say, but you're not confident in your faith? Oh, yes, I am. But I believe Jesus was giving us a warning in this scripture. He was telling us, this is possible. This will take place. So we need to cut ourselves away from everything that is unholy in us. Whatever the Lord tells us, go to him. Let him cut that away. Let him show you. And he says too, come in for you are mine. Yeah, come in. He says, you are mine. He's opening up the doors for the wise ones. Come on in. He says, I know you. Come in and dine with me. We have to be vigilant today in our walk. We must Also be so wise and carry that godly discernment to direct our paths. We all, we have a need in Christ. We need him. We need to listen to him. We need to open our hearts to him. We need to dive into the word. We need to allow him, the Holy Spirit, to guide, teach us, and direct our paths. I believe we're living in dangerous times. And I believe, as I mentioned before, that deception is great and we can't take anything for granted. So please check your hearts, check your motives and check your walk and choose Christ every single time. He will open up this word to you. He will show you. He will guide you. I'll just finish with this. I had a major encounter with the Lord this morning. And as I just put on some worship music and just sat before the Lord, the Lord started to really speak to me in a great way. That's my God. That's my Heavenly Father. That's intimacy. That is what we can go forth. That's what he wants to, he wants us to talk with us, walk with us, guide us, give us some truth around so many things. He loves every single one of us so dearly. He doesn't want to lose anyone. So please, this is a warning, I know. This is what I 
been feeling the Lord telling me, go and check, spend some time with the Lord and let him love on you, teach you, guide you, talk to you and pull you into that close anointing with him that you have enough oil so that you can wait and you'll be going through that door with him. So God bless you as you really ponder this and think about this. Take it seriously. I pray for God. Like I said, we are living in a time where the deception is just increased and increased and increased. But we are one of those who are going through the door. We have enough oil and we will be spending our time and feasting with the Lord Jesus Christ. I am excited about where God takes you in our journey together. I truly believe great exploits await you. Visit my website, loisfwelling.com, for books, blogs, and messages to reach your new level in the Lord. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. If you enjoyed today's episode, Please subscribe, rate, or review the show on iTunes, cpnshows.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel and grow the kingdom of God.